On the 101st episode of Fantasy Lens, we discuss a record-breaking Week 5, some key injuries, a few tricky Week 6 games, some start sits, our best bets to make for Week 6, and our boys of the week. Let's start the show. Welcome to Fantasy Lens, and it was a record-breaking week in the NFL in Week Five. Yes, that's right. The Giants actually scored thirty points in a game. Oh man, I knew you were gonna go. I, 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 <laughs> oh yeah, I, I knew you weren't gonna. Coming. I knew you weren't gonna go with. Uh, they still lost. I knew you weren't gonna go with uh, what it should have been when I was raising my uh, hands. Sixty-three yard field goal. What? Uh, what other records could possibly have been broken? Oh wait a minute, uh, uh, Jets. Uh, Isaiah Carroll broke the Jets rushing record. Rushing record. There we go. That is That's true. That's the only one. That's what I was yeah. missing. Before we get to the real record, though, did you guys hear the, um, mention the Giants and Giants? Did, did you hear the, uh, the broadcast of the Spanish guy doing Graham Gano's game winning field goal? Oh, yeah. Holy Unfortunately. shit. Unfortunately, that was like amazing. Like it just turned into yeah, a song. It was amazing. But it it was turned into a song. It was great. <laughs> sick of my team. I'm sick of watching my team lose of over 60 yard field goals. Yeah, I mean, that was pretty bad. Look, they ultimately ended up winning a Super Bowl on a missed, really short field goal. So, I mean, you know, turnabout's fair play. What? What? If we're going, what are we doing here? I'm just saying, they won. Going back to the early 90s. They they won, they won a Super Bowl on a really short missed field goal by Scott Norwood. And, you know, it it comes full circle. Is this the Kavanaugh trial? (laughs) (laughs) Look, I'm just bringing it up. It's history, right? Sorry. Um, but can we get to the real record? Alright, well before we do that, um, I just kinda wanna learn Spanish just so I can understand the Spanish commentators like when they go nuts. Cause the Jets, uh, on Isaiah Carroll's 75 yard touchdown, like for some reason the radio, the Jets like ESPN radio feed wasn't back yet and they missed it, so they played the Spanish version. Oh, must have been amazing. And it the guy was just flipping out, like. They get so much more excited. It's I know. Great. I love it. It's great. Yeah, it's I, great. W- I would like to listen to Spanish broadcasts because they just get so much more into it. So amped. maybe maybe we have to ask ourselves what we're doing as a country where we can't get that hyped on our broadcasts. Yeah, like, I mean, why why can't you do it, America? Because it's all about res- it's respect for the game and everything. Well, and, and all the all the broadcasters they try to stay like as you know straight edged as possible and it, boring as fuck. You know, yeah, like, but this, but it's it's um so you don't like they're like oh you don't want to show favoritism but it's not favoritism if you're just excited for the game like either way it goes I agree you just show excitement I agree I absolutely agree I I think the commentators that we've sort of had you know on, at least on national television they're sort of just like even keel they don't get too excited they you know like uh, as much as I wasn't a huge fan um of John Gruden mm-hmm. he got excited. Right. Well, yeah, he's like yeah, a puppy. He's, he's like a puppy dog, where like, he's just like like going like a hundred miles an hour all the time. And, and as much as I wasn't a huge fan of his analysis, I I enjoyed the fact that he just showed excitement, like for whatever was happening, whatever for whatever team, he just showed excitement, like when there was a big play or something crazy happened. Like you don't you don't get that from basically any other analyst well, out there. The guy that yeah. replaced them, Jason Witten, like we, we usually. Ugh. Usually we record on Monday nights, so we yeah. don't get to listen to it. But 
Jason Witten is the most boring motherfucker ever. Oh, he's boring as he, hell. The whole tan. Really? I thought he seemed pretty happy when he. I kind of like him. Really? Um, I don't know. I like Booger better. No, Booger's the worst. Really? Um, uh, you kidding uh, me? Did you hear what he was talking about the Redskins? He was like, yeah, he was. He was trying to. He was trying to really like. He was trying to be so civil about the game and say, yeah, Washington's defense looked really good except for a few miscues. They gave up thirty fucking points, like in the first half, basically, like. The defense was like shit. Like, don't don't just try and be like, you know, even about it, and like not try and like talk shit. Be like, the defense was terrible. Like, don't say there was a couple of miscues. No, they look like shit and say that. Like, yeah, he's terrible. I haven't been too big in the booger. He's terrible. Really? I, I like I like Witten though. Wow. I, mean, I don't okay. know. I like my. I like Tessator. commentators and stuff to just like really enjoy the sport that they're doing. That's why I think Mike Breen is the best national broadcaster. Oh yeah. We have just this bang call and, um, he just always seems to be genuinely happy when big moments happen. I think that's what you need. And that's, that's what you, exactly. That's what you want. You want the excitement for the game when things happen, regardless of the team. Does, does basketball have the best announcers? I'm probably right. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's also like just like a fun league. So like, I'm sure they're just like told like, listen, just, just, have fun and like just like go for it. He's great and Marv Albert's great. Yep, um, except for biting oh, strippers' asses. Yeah, he's a little weird scratching him and stuff. Um, <laughs> although <laughs> I'm getting kind of tired of Van Gundy. He's just too whiny lately. Like I, I liked it at first because I was like a little younger and I was a little more hipster and I was like, yeah, refs suck. And now it's just like, <laughs> all right, Van Gundy, tell me how much the refs suck every single game and like. Be the cool against everything one. Just like stop it. Come on. He's just a jaded coach, jaded ex coach. You grew out of your counterculture punk face. I did. I really did. I'm like so not, I'm so counter counterculture now. I used to be like just didn't like anything popular. Now I just can't stand people who complain about like things that you just don't need to complain about. It's like shut up and go on and live your life. Is there, we don't is there, hear you is there something out there like, uh, I don't even know if this is a real thing, but like, where you could watch a game, but listen to audio casts of like other announcers sort of like talking about the game. Well, and, and then get like a, maybe a better, more, like, you know, like a more excited, you know, audio cast and then watch the game instead of having to listen to the, the bland ass national broadcasters. For the college football playoff last year, uh, the, Definitely the final, the, the championship game, but I'm pretty sure the two semifinal games too. They had like a room of college football coaches, just like, there it was like six of them. It was like, uh, like a, a couple like real big ones, like Cliff Kingsbury, like, yeah. and then a couple like, you know, kind of like more mid-major guys, but like still like all like pretty, like pretty good coaches. And they were just like going around the table, shooting the shit, like, draw, like diagramming the plays and everything. It was like, it was, it was pretty good for the first time I saw it. Like, and they did, like, they missed a couple plays here and there, but, like, it was still, like, pretty interesting. Like, I, w- I wouldn't be able to do it for every game, just because, like, a bunch of the game, like, they were diagramming the replays, and then, like, the live action was in a small, but I mean, smaller like, box. But, I mean, like, what, like... Yeah, that... What, what, I'm what, sorry, what, that what, sounds what? cool for one game, like yeah. you said. I, you, you realize how much you do need the color guy... 
and the analyst when you don't have the color guy and the analyst. But I think um, Anthony's kind of thinking of like different teams, like the local, like the home, the local broadcast the, and the, the national. Because yeah. there are some locals I like more. Like I much rather listen to Michael Kay and the guys do a Yankee game. Oh. Than- well, like, a, I mean, well, yeah, the guy who does the Saints game is up. Uh, he's just found, sounds great because he's like straight from the South. Like, yeah, we, were, we, already, we already talked about we talked this about guy at length. <laughs> what, 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 I, what, what I was trying to say is like, what are you, what are you doing, Brian? Are you making, are you fixing something? Are you trying, are you adjusting something on the mic? Well, I was oh, for a second. I constantly, I was hearing you adjusting it. I don't know. Um, no, but what I was doing, like, would it be cool, like, I don't know if, like, it's a possibility to have, like, a startup where, like, you can get, like, maybe more, like, people out there to, like, audio cast the game. Like, they're obviously watching the game, but not from this maybe stadium, but, like, watching it and, like, they could do, like, better commentary than having to listen to, like... Like, fan thing? I don't I wouldn't... I don't know. I'm just that. saying, not fans, but, like, no, 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 like, like, actual, like, professionals, like, that maybe have the ability to do something. I don't know. I just... Listening to these, listen. this looks like this sounds like the worst startup app I've ever heard. It is probably worse. You need, but to, you need to work on your elevator pitch here. I'm just saying, listening to some of these national broadcasts are so fucking terrible. Like I couldn't even stand listening to um, the the Saints Redskins because they just they're just not good. They're just they're just boring. They're very fucking boring. Well, my dad actually came up with a good idea to somehow using DVR link up the radio and. TV, so you can just mute the TV and listen to like the radio call of it, because the radio guys are are the homers. But the problem the is the, the radio is always delayed. Yeah, so you pause DVR or TV for like five seconds. Oh, and then sort of. Oh, yeah. that's not actually not bad. It's, it'd would, be hard to get like synced up perfectly. But I would love. I but would there's love, an app. I mean, if we can create an app for that, would be pretty cool. I would love to listen to like the New Orleans broadcast every fucking game. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of like the Homer broadcast though. I, I don't know. I guess I'm not complaining too much. There's just some guys they hire that suck. But I You gotta I, listen to the New Orleans you gotta listen to the New Orleans broadcast once. I'm telling you, the guy who does it, it's just because of his accent and like the way he like, you know, I guess it, it's just um it's so funny and amazing. It it's just even if I'm not a Saints fan, like it just sounds funny. It's great. <laughs> I would like to listen to like the um the John Hoover, the Barstool guys you really like? Oh, uh, PFD and Big Cat, the part of my take guys? Yeah, if they like did a game that I think that something like, something that was just like so left field, I'd like to listen to maybe just like once or twice. Because <laughs> they just did a guest commentary game on a Monday night. I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm down for this. See, that's the thing, like, unless you're like really good, I feel like just like not random people, but like not professional, like top of the line guys would get old pretty quick. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's but much harder. Look, we make fun of these guys a lot, but I'm sure it's a very hard job. Oh, it's not. It's, yeah, it's definitely not easy. So if we could somehow get a rotating cast of characters, that that'd be cool. Maybe rotate. There you go. Instead of having the same fucking like lameos every time, just rotate them. You know, and then after a while, you weed out the shitty ones. I think that's the way it should be. But you know, okay, I'm just me. All right, enough uh, announcer talk. Let's get on to. The, the smallest record that was broken. Uh, Drew Brees demolished the, uh, the uh, 201 yards he needed in the first half. On a extremely blown coverage that let Traquan Smith go that, for That was one yards. of the only few mistakes the Redskins had on oh, yeah, that yeah. night. According to Booger, that was one of the few miscues. Um, but yeah, no, he destroyed it and it was great and they got, uh, 
they got a fucking uh, penalty for celebrating afterwards, which is ridiculous. But whatever, who cares? I mean, um, the entire team came out on the field. You have to penalize. I know, but he just broke the like an amazing record. You could have let it. You could have let it slide. I mean, I'm sure like you know Jay Gruden would have been like, yeah, just let it slide. He fucking broke a record, like a crazy record. But, uh, yeah, I don't think the other team was thinking like, "Oh, this is taunting." <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, this is taunting. He just broke the, you know, both passing yards. But whatever. Um, the the little videos from Peyton Manning were pretty damn funny. I don't know if you guys watched those. The Peyton. Yeah, why was yeah, he chopping thanks. tomatoes? I don't though. know why he was chopping tomatoes, but it was it was a pretty funny video. Um, I enjoyed that. Um, but no, I mean, it was it was a great record. I mean, that he just fucking surpassed, and now he's just working on passing that touchdown record. Him and Brady are looking to try and get. Get past that, but it was nice to see it on a touchdown pass, which I, which was you know, which was cool. It was a great play, and but it was, just, it was fun to watch. I think it needs one more title to be a top five. I ever. think that's, I think that's bullshit. I go Brady, Manning, Montana, and then I don't. You better not fucking say Marino, because if you say Marino, then your whole fucking argument's out the fucking window. <laughs> yeah, you're all at the fucking window. Well, so, haven't we gone past, like, the the championships or everything argument? Uh, some people aren't past it, which is ridiculous, because it's not like basketball, where you have five men on the court, and you play offense and defense. Breeze comes off the field and has to expect 11 guys to take care of business. And if they don't fucking take care of business, then he's got to fucking step up, and that's all he's ever done. And the Super Bowl, yeah, and he still has one. But this, I know, and he, and he, exactly, he still has one. And that was the one year his defense finally fucking stepped up and was very opportunistic. I mean, and he beat Rex Grossman, so that one doesn't really count. That oh no, that was that Manning. Was, he that was lost Manning, to yeah. Rex Grossman actually. Um, <laughs> but that was a crazy. That, right, so that, that, was, t- that takes away. His that Super was Bowl. a crazy Bears defense. Um, but no, I, the Super Bowl argument is complete fucking garbage. And anyone wants to fucking argue with, with me, I will fucking argue at length. So bring that shit to me because your argument is fucking garbage. He is a top five quarterback of all time. Mm. I don't fucking care. Yeah, he is. Absolutely. He fucking owns most of the cute quarterback fucking passing records. I mean, if Johnny United's put it in this era, he'd probably, he'd probably do he probably get He would be turned into powder when fucking J.J. Watt hits him. Yeah, we are going to see a lot of like just every generation setting new records because yeah. of how easy it is to be a passer now. Oh, for sure. Um, the other I thing mean, about unless it reverts, unless people change schemes and it's just as a cyclical thing, and football goes back to running, and uh, I don't know, I don't think that's ever going to happen, but maybe it's probably not. But I mean, the records that Breeze has are a little different than some. I mean, you know, he has a completion percentage record, which is amazing. Um, like that just shows accuracy. I mean, the whole being passing yards. I mean, you have to be consistent for what. 17, 18 years? I mean, that's... I mean, Matthew Stafford's going to break that record in five years. Matthew Stafford might not last more than five years. He's not he hasn't missed the game that. in like eight years or something. It's going to... Yeah, I mean, no. Uh, Breeze is definitely up there with your Eli Manning. With your, uh... <laughs> you're, you're, you're a fucking... You know what? I'm going to fucking X off this fucking Skype. I'm going to fucking X off this Skype. Oh, he got so mad so quickly. Because <laughs> he knew. He fucking knew. He knew. I, mean, I, I say a little bit a notch below Eli Manning because Eli has two Super Bowl MVPs. But you, you took it too far. I, I was upset when Brian said that. I knew you were just going to annoy me. But that, that came out. I didn't expect Brian to say that. 
Also, during the, the ref handed him like a laminated sheet of eight by eleven paper. That was really weird. Actually. What the fuck? <laughs> that was really weird. He's like, he got like a fucking like report card or something. Like it looked really weird to hand like, him that. Give him like. Didn't they have like time to like plan like a plaque or like some sort of like non just like oh shit like like we procrastinated this like print it out the night before or some <laughs> yeah, shit like, and, like a congratulations like fucking laminated piece of paper like it looked like garbage then he hands the football back to like like the guy and like oh here you go I you know now it's in the hall of fame if if you're an athlete wouldn't you want to keep that and like no hall of fame you can't have this this, Al- is, this is mine Allison was saying the same thing but you know what I mean how many fucking Footballs does he probably have like his first touchdown, like all, all these other I mean, ones that he's he only has by. one. This is the ball that broke the record. No, ball. I understand, but now you're, you know, that is forever, you know, I guess canonized, and you know he'll be there in a bronze bust, you know. But I, like, I rather, I, like I rather it be in the Hall of Fame because. So you know you did it. You know you broke the record. So it's either a ball sitting in your house and what are you doing with it, or it's a exactly. ball that everybody get that people get to see every single yep. day, and you get to remind them how awesome you yeah, are. And so it's like you can remind yourself how awesome you are, but you already know that. And now, like everybody gets, to see and that, that's one more piece of you in, in Canton, Ohio. Like so now, like that's another like let's say you know you break more records. It's like oh, then so this is Breeze. Oh yeah, the Breeze also did this and this and this and this, and like you become. A more a part of the Hall of Fame, and you know it's just you know you're, you're remembered. It's it's awesome. Yeah, for sure. It'll be like right behind the helmet catch ball, and then like. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you have jokes. You have so many jokes tonight. <laughs> oh my god! All right, can we? All right, look, stop screwing with Breeze's records. It's awesome. It was a great fucking game to watch. Alright, uh, one other thing is, was that the, uh, was that a breakout of, uh, Traquan Smith? Or was that just like, that just was two dull. blown coverages that he, that he just took advantage of? I mean, it's two blown coverages, but he will definitely see more. I mean, he only had three catches. But though. he will see more field time. I, I think he's earned himself more field time. Um, and so is Cam Meredith. She, he made a fucking amazing catch. He also fumbled the ball. Um, yeah, he did, but he made a fucking amazing catch in coverage. Great grab. Uh, I think, I think they're gonna definitely work for more field time. Uh, but yeah, those were, those two instances were definitely blown fucking coverage. I mean, he literally didn't have anyone within like 30 yards and of him. Let's just say Josh Norman is a fucking bitch and got bitched out by Mike Thomas Wait, that- on Twitter. <laughs> And he needs to shut his mouth because he is terrible. He was getting burned on Tuesday oh. morning like he was on Monday night. Yeah. And they took him out. Like, they fucking took him out because he was so shit. Like, like you can't you can't even cover anymore. Like, just, like, like go to the sideline. Right. As a yeah, giant. fuck Josh Norman. Was- he was good for one year. He used Odell to prop his fame up. And then he fucking sucked. And then he tried to call fucking Michael Thomas, like, like dirty, he's like, "Oh, you're hitting after the play." He's like, get the fuck out of here! Like, Mike, you watch the videotape. Mike Thomas doesn't do any of that. Yeah. Like, and coming on. from you, Jordan Reed, I mean, Jordan, you're <laughs> so mad at Jordan Reed. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, I got one catch coming. Coming from you, man. Like, really? No Josh one believes. No one believes you, Josh. Like, come on. Yeah, somebody else is dirty. Like, come on. We've heard your name enough yeah. to know that. Yeah, you yeah. don't stop talking shit. You don't stop taking little digs at people until they blow up. Like, someone does deserve to hit you after the play. This is all you do. This is your whole game is to try to be, like, a little annoying gnat at a barbecue. Yeah. Just oh, yeah. fucking pissing people off. 
Yeah, it was like the first. I think it was the, I think it was the first or second drive where he's like, right off the right off the bat, like on Thomas's like route, he grabs and like twists him and pulls him and like tries to be like, I didn't do anything. Like, bro, you're a dirty player. You're terrible. You can't cover like the top tier receivers anymore. You're done. You, you resort to this petty bullshit. Yeah, you're a good one. You put a quarter in your ass. You played yourself. Done. Goodbye. So glad the Saints didn't go after him. Um. All right, yeah. All right, so I I agree with that Josh Norman stuff. He he got played for a fool. Um. Anyways, going through some other storylines. Um. It was what is going on with kickers this year? I was thinking the same. I mean, obviously everyone's thinking the same thing, but man, it's like it's like it's I, in all their heads. Yeah. Like I mean, Mason Crosby missed five kicks. Uh, Will Lutz missed an extra point. Uh, I believe the Jets kicker missed an extra or missed the kick. Kyram Forbath missed, I think, an Forbath. easy yeah. one. Like it, it's just like it, it's in all their heads. Even the good kickers are missing shit. That like I think Vinatieri missed oh, the kick. Oh, the easy one, like a thirty-something yeah. yarder. I mean, he, I mean, he drilled like a fifty-yarder after that. But it's like, what's like I something's getting in their head. Do is this enough to just ban kickers from fantasy football? <laughs> I mean, Crosby's usually good. You know who didn't miss a kick? Who? Graham Gano. Um, <laughs> 63-yard field goal. Fuck that guy. Well, you know, we'd be tied for, well, half a game out of first place if he didn't make that kick. That's how bad the NFC well, East is. Well, oh, my is. God. We Holy need to relegate shit. the entire NFC East right now. Um, You know what kicker who I uh quietly have been riding to, like, 15 points a game? Who? Cause ju- I just picked him up because I like his name, and... Um, he's Asian, and I just wanted an Asian kicker renaissance after Young Hoku. R.I.P. Nice. Blew out. Um, Kaimi Farnbarm. Oh well, he he missed one, but yeah, like I I picked him up in one league too. It was also because the Texans red zone offense sucks. Yeah, yeah. I know. I love it. It's just all field goals. But that that's what you need. That's what the kind of kicker you need is like a red zone shitty team, like. For a what? For a while, Matt Bryant, like last oh, year, yeah. Matt Bryant Matt was, was fucking amazing <laughs> because they couldn't score in the red zone. Like that's what you need. You need a team that can get down to that red zone. Like uh, uh fucking uh, Justin Tucker. Like yeah, well he's just the best. Well, Justin, yeah, yeah, yeah he, he like he hasn't missed a field goal ever. He is, use him as a weapon. He's he's like the opposite of everybody else. So like everybody uses their kicker as a last resort. Um Baltimore knows that they'll get a 50-yard field goal. If exactly. It's yeah, no, absolutely. Like they use him as a weapon that nobody else has. He's perfect from anything under 60. He's perfect. And then over 60, it's like, yeah, we'll try. Maybe, yeah. No, he's amazing. He's absolutely amazing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, but the kickers, are just it's just been a weird scenario. I mean, even the, the, the field goal the Browns made to win the game was, like, the most dirty, disgusting field goal ever made. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, the Browns... And the Vikings kickers, just no matter who it is, it's just putting on brown or purple. It's just death to kickers. I mean, nah, don't, I mean, that, don't get me wrong. That I, guy's I, been kicking at knuckleballs all season, like ever since they picked him up. And what, week two or three they picked yeah. him up? Yeah. Every kick he has is a knuckleball. That's going to fucking screw him soon. Oh, yeah. Because he can't kick it over 45 yards. Well, I just don't understand is why it took so long for Dan Bailey to get, to latch onto a team. And now they're on the Vikings. I mean, I mean, it's nice. I mean, he's on a team that could score. He's definitely going to get his opportunities. I don't know what the Browns were thinking. I don't know what other teams were thinking, like, not going for Dan Bailey. Or maybe Dan Bailey was like, nah, I don't want to be on this team. <laughs> I don't know. But Vikings lucked out. That knuckleball kicker is not going to last too much longer. 
No. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to be on the Browns or the Vikings, both uh, cold weather no, teams. In, in no, indoor Vikings, have... though. Indoor Vikings. Aren't the Vikings outdoor? Aren't they still... indoor. We've, indoor. We've had this discussion literally three times. They have no, a... No, you do- always say they're indoor, and you said they were outdoor. No, so oh, my God. No, you, you, you said that they have a retractable dome, and I said that was bullshit. That they have the the glass windows that kill like eighty eighty thousand birds a year that don't open. It's indoor, Brian. Too busy talking about your Eli stats and your helmet catches to not pay attention to the fact that the Vikings have an indoor stadium. Although, <laughs> um, all right, that's enough about it. Is that face? Well, yeah, is that face? <laughs> I don't know what to tell you there, because <laughs> I, I don't even think Eli deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, so. Good. I know you don't. You're just fucking with me. I know. Alright, um, and then, I guess the other storyline that I was interested in Week 5 was that, uh, Mahomes did not throw a touchdown pass, but still put up like 16 points, and they still kicked the shit out of the Jaguars. He threw his first few interceptions. First right? few interceptions, yeah. So. But he ran for a couple touchdowns, John. Continued to run for touchdowns. He's so. run for a touchdown literally every week, every week since I He's asked like, that. Oh, John, I'm not black enough. Yeah. What did you say, bitch? Well, I didn't say. I was. I was asking if it. Like, I, I wasn't saying. It. I, was, I was explaining. I was, I, was, I was explaining to John's family how he's such a racist and um, <laughs> why he said that he had to run. I'm the, da- I'm the darkest one in the and, family. And what's funny is, um, all uh, you others are pasty. Our white our cousin, people. our cousin, well, his cousin Joanne's husband Tyler, who religiously listens to the podcast. What's up, going on, Tyler? Hi, Tyler. Um, was was laughing because he was laughing at John's stupid <laughs> remarks about Patrick Mahomes. He's like, "Yeah, he's running for another touchdown." Like he literally called, <laughs> called him out, on, straight up called him out on it. It was great. Yeah, yeah Pete, my friend Pete, our friend Pete, um, getting okay. married next week. Congratulations, Pete. Yeah, Pete, um, Brad's. shout out, Pete. Listen to his first, listen to it his first time last week. And texted me, and he was like, "Oh, John's pretty racist." <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't, man. You've been called out, bro. You've been called out. Also, uh, for Pete's wedding, we are taking DJ requests. Uh, we got a pretty good list going in a Facebook chat, but we're still taking requests. Wait, the oh, next... seventh grade dance. Oh uh, yeah. Wait, the wedding's next week. week yeah. And you don't have a DJ yet? No, 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 no. Like songs. Oh, songs. Oh, that's what I meant. Like song requests. Oh, well, I always, I always, every, every wedding I go to, I always make sure a party rock anthem plays, cause that is a, That's a good one. That's always a song that gets people pumped. My first three were, uh, Pony. Yes. Uh, check up on it. Sexy though? It, mm, I don't think so. Check I up. I get really boned up when I hear Pony. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean who doesn't? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, you can lie and say it doesn't, Anthony, but. You know, we know, we know all know it does. Uh, check up on it and remix to ignition. Those so, are my, like my top three. So you guys are like in like straight up art, like early 2000s R&B. Like, is that yeah, not the best like wedding music yeah, though? Hell yeah. So do you want some Blackstreet in there too? Like, ooh, I mean, no, no one did bring up Blackstreet. I'm just saying like, I mean, what about 112, like peaches and cream? Like that gets you fucking boned up. Yeah. <laughs> that gets you boned up. Dance. Well, besides pony, pony makes me sexy. If I'm going to dance, dance, I want, this must be the place Talking Heads. That's a good one. Yeah. I want Blister in the Sun, Violent Femmes. I want Freak a Leak by Petey Pablo. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, I haven't heard that name Petey Pablo in forever. <laughs> but, I don't know, I'm more into like the party rock anthem type music. I get, I get, I get into it. Strictly party rock anthem. Is it the whole, the whole, the whole time? Just, just looping. Yeah, they strictly looping. 2010s, um, well, I can't even think of their name. LMFAO. LMFAO. Yeah. Brian, remember That's when we saw them 
live, like before they hit it big, and it was right. amazing. And then we went. Yeah, they were just doing beer funnels the whole time. Yeah. No, their concerts are amazing. And they had just this Guido guy dancing the entire time with like 20 t-shirts on, and every <laughs> new shirt, and he would, every new song, he would take a t-shirt off and toss it into the audience. <laughs> That's awesome. It's so That's many times. So amazing. Uh, they, they, they put on a great fucking show. Man. Too bad they, <laughs> they broke up. haven't done anything. I know. Also, it blew my mind when I realized that they were uncle and nephew. Yeah. That makes no sense. They look exactly the same age. Yeah, and Red Foo is like the, uh, I think he's the, the nephew or grandson of like the, the creator of Motown Records. So, pretty sure that's how he Which one's Red, which one's Red Foo? The shorter one? No, the big fucking red fro with oh. the... The, oh, the taller guy? Yeah. Oh, okay. With the red fucking well, fro. He had a red fro? Uncle nephew. I went to, um, hmm. one year at Sleepaway Camp. There was a kid who was the uncle of another kid who was a year younger than him, and we were in the, we were all in the same cabin. I mean, it's ha- like that's so funny. Your nephew's in the same cabin. I mean, <laughs> I mean it happened. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, yeah, I mean, you have kids separated. My uh, my oldest daughter, her her aunt is only four years older than her, five years older than her. So like, you know, yeah. so it happens. Yeah, no, it's not. I don't think it's too uncommon. I mean, you have a kid when you're. 18 and the kid when you're 35, like it's... Yeah, two different marriages, two things, you know, things, things. It's crazy. Crazy bird. Alright, um, do we want to get to a couple injuries that, uh, happened? <laughs> it might as well yeah, move some on. football. Okay. <laughs> move right. on this is a weird one. Um, alright, <laughs> uh, the Rams wide receivers had a tough day if you, if your name wasn't Robert Woods. Cooper Cup, Brandon Cooks both went to injury, uh, concussion. Although I think Cup, Cup is looking better. Brandon Coast got fucked up. Yeah. Like, real bad. Yeah, Allison kept being like, why doesn't he have any points? I'm like, uh, he has a concussion. Yeah. <laughs> He's not going back. And that's multiple, right? Like, he, he oh, got one in the Super Bowl. last year. In the Super Bowl, okay. Yeah, yeah he Bowl. got fucked up then, too. He got laid he, out both times. So he might be a little longer. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, with the Rams being 5-0, and um, it's probably best for them to just, like, not rush players back because obviously you don't need it so i would expect him to miss week or two at least right fucking poor tommy a guy in our draft who came in second last year Le'Veon bell first pick um ty hilton second pick he had jerk mckinnon yeah third pick oh my god brandon cooks one of his picks oh my god Uh, just everybody you just give up at that point you're like i'm done i'm out of here I mean, yeah, he's one in four, so he's... Ah, he has a win. Good for him. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and speaking of guys that are going to take their time to come back, Leonard Fournette is maybe week nine or ten, they said. Well, yeah. it can't be nine because it's a oh, bye. Week ten. But, I mean, we, we've talked about this, right? We thought that's probably what they're going to do. Yeah, it's best. Well, he missed two weeks last time, yeah. so this time he could either miss three weeks or just miss... Four and that'll be five weeks total. Yep. From when he got injured, like you might as well, whatever, just I, do I, it. I forget exactly what we said, but yeah, it was don't like that. put him in and you know, ex- you know, and then put him, take him out like fucking three carries in because he re fucking injured. Just let him heal. Let him fucking heal. Yeah, don't do what the Vikings did with Dalvin Cook and play him on a Thursday night and let him re re aggravate his uh, hamstring injury and now he's out for at least a. Probably this week too. Well, he's still questionable, and he has a fucking cake matchup if he fucking plays. But who knows? Well, 
Good thing, Brian. Good thing that your league has an IR spot. Otherwise, I would have had to drop someone to pick up a quarterback. Yeah, I've been. I put Fournette on IR. I mean, listen, it sucks because Fournette might have been a first round pick in some leagues, and so might so might have Dalvin Cook. So you have Bell, Cook, and Fournette. They're pretty much useless first round picks, but might change it all for you if you happen to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, there's still hope. Uh, it's not like. Like, would you rather have them as your first round pick or somebody that's just like really uninspiring? Like, uh, Devonta Freeman? <laughs> oh no. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. He's another one who's been hurt fucking, so I guess not. I can't really, I can't say uninspiring because he's been hurt. Yeah, that's true. There hasn't been too many bad first round picks. David Johnson hasn't lived up to the hype, but he hasn't been bad. He's like scoring 16 every game. And people are like, oh, David Johnson sucks, but it's like, yeah, but he's doing the best every game. He's doing the best with what he fucking has around him, and that's amazing considering no one else is fucking doing anything. Like, come on. Like, he's the entire offense. Right? Like, pretty much, yeah. I feel bad. Hopefully he gets traded for his sake. The, I was trying to think other first round picks. I mean, until last week, Odell was, not disappointing. He was a little underwhelming. Julio is always um, <laughs> very frustrating with his no touchdowns. Um, oh, we're going to talk about Julio soon. Uh, yeah. We get into a little uh, prop bets. Yeah. All right. Uh, any other? Um, Matt Breida, uh mid ankle sprain. Yeah. I didn't know there. Were, I didn't know there were mid ankle sprains. Uh, out for probably a week or so. Yeah. He, he's out. Yeah. What about a guy who's coming back this week, but not next week, who you might be able to pick up a week early? If we're doing injuries, what yeah. about coming back from injury? Wait on um, us. Well, like Evan Ingram? Donta Foreman. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. I think, uh, look, that Blue has looked awful. Mm-hmm. Miller has looked awful. Yeah, some guy on Twitter was like, yeah, Blue's done really well. I'm like, what are you even watching? Blue looks terrible. Um, yeah, they're Miller both garbage. Terrible. Like, Foreman like so you, is gonna be the is gonna be the option going forward at some point. Yeah, you think maybe pick him up, stash him on your bench now. By week nine, you might have an RB two. Who knows? Yeah. It's better than what picking up. Uh, I'm trying to think of a guy that's out there. It's better than pick up fucking Jamal Williams or Ugh. Ty Montgomery or Jamal. Just like what about Jamal Charles? Well, actually, no, I won't say that. But. Don't take Jamal Charles. He's not worth it right now. No, yeah, not yet. No. Um, but yeah, it's not a bad. It's not a bad play actually. Foreman. Uh, I was I was I was thinking like Evan Ingram, like people dropped Ingram and uh he's looking to come back soon. Uh Olsen, some people dropped him, snatch him up if he's somehow still available. He might play this week. Yeah, so I know I actually grabbed him in one league where I have three tight ends in the league now because I had to couldn't I needed Olsen, I had to grab him. There was just a, had couldn't leave him on the couldn't leave him on the fucking waiver wire. So but uh yeah, no those, those that's not a bad play. Okay. Especially right. with the state of the tight ends. I mean. Yes. Tight end state is terrible. Dude, if, if Austin Hooper's like tight the 10th, tenth, tenth ranked nine. tight end. Nine. Uh, nine, nine. And he, he's had like, one he's game. played two games. Yeah, it's really bad. It, it's really bad. Nine for 77, and now he's like a tight end nine. That's, that's really bad. Okay. This one guy on Twitter, he's in a league, Jason Quinn, 1992. One of the guys in his league, really wants Lamar Miller. Now, I was like, why? Let him take him. I was like... For free? Uh Yeah, I was like, literally, just ask... I was like, just like, 
throw out guys like Deion Lewis, Kenyon Drake. Like he needs a running back. I would take both of those. Yeah. And I was just like, and he was like, oh, also he kind of wants the Marius Thomas too. Good. I was like, good. And he was like, he suggested Allen Robinson and Deion Lewis for those two. Well, I was I, like, I would have went, I would have probably went a little higher. You probably, I mean, this guy seems so His other receivers are, the receivers on the guy that wants Lamar Miller is Hopkins, Shepard, Cooper Cup, Larry, and, and Nunwa. I was like, listen, shoot for Cooper Cup. You're not gonna get Cooper Cup. Exactly. I was like, shoot for Lewis and Cooper Cup. If you really want something that bad, maybe yeah. he'll, maybe you get him the bite. I was like, yeah. if not, go Lewis and Nunwa. I was thinking like Lewis and like Shepard. To be honest, like I said, Brian, like Brian said, I don't think Giants offense can support three main targets, even with <laughs> nope. with with Ingram coming back. I Man, I guess that's probably true, but I don't know. I mean, if this guy really wants Lamar Miller, man. I mean, I who in their life has ever, has ever said I really need Lamar Miller? He he's the linchpin to to my team. He's done. Like he's he is done. Yeah. He's a bad running back. I don't know what to tell have you. We, he's have, been, he's been we talked bad. about? Haven't we talked about this like to like no end? Like fucking how he's not worth drafting. Like high aware people are fucking drafting as RB twos. Like, well, it's also every single year we do this. Yeah. And people say, "Oh, but the volume. He's gonna get the volume." And he's like, "His volume sucks." And he's not like, getting the volume matter. anymore. He just still sucks. The volume is with Deshaun Watson throwing forty times a game every game. I'd rather have Hopkins. Fuller and Cootie, Cootie, than, <laughs> than fucking, than fucking Lamar Miller. I'd, I'd rather have, I, I'd rather have the third wide receiver. Than I would say you really rather have DeAndre Hopkins yeah, than uh, Lamar Miller? Know, wow, that's hot take, I know. Hot take. Wait, but, ah, shit. Uh, too late. Nah, too late. Too late. Too Look, late. he was one of those three-year guys. He had... <laughs> He's just one of those three-year guys. He had three very, very good years. And it, um... And people can't stop thinking about it. And what name recognition people get over it. Get over it. Look at the stats. Right? Like Yeah, we should do like uh like those uh what they do during uh March Madness, like the uh, the blind resume things, but just with like fantasy players. We should, absolutely we you know what? we should definitely do something like that because people are fucking are ridiculous when it comes to name recognition. So can we right, I'm done with Lamar, I don't want to talk about okay. that. Brian, anything else? For injuries? No. Oh, I was just saying. Um, All right. Well, let's go into week six games where we have the Bills and the Texans. Are you serious? Well, yeah. Well, I kind of want to change up. <laughs> I don't want to do the best games of the week. I kind of want to do like middling games where like you might have some players and like oh, talk about matchups. I thought you were looking for the worst Yikes. game of the week. Yikes. I you were looking for the worst game of the week. I said don't do Bills and Texans. Yeah, maybe don't do the game where there's one team where you wouldn't start one person. Yeah, you can't start anybody on the Bills. You wouldn't start LaShawn McCoy. He had a solid yeah. 11 and a half points last week. I actually have Oh, a- yeah, I guess against the Texans. Texans love Ben Don't Break. Uh, I actually have him as a sit um, when we get to start sit. Mm-hmm. Um, if you really would like to get me, in, get me into it right now really quickly. Yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, LaShawn McCoy is terrible. And, uh, hold on, let me get to my stat. Where is it? Um, Houston has only allowed, uh, 3.4 yards on the ground per attempt and only one rushing touchdown. So, I do not think that the Bills, who suck at everything offense, are gonna get anything going. But we know with McCoy, it's not about yards per attempt, it's about volume. 
that's he like, hasn't gotten the volume. He didn't get the volume the first three sounds, games, but sounds, he got he got volume last week. That, sound, had, that sounds like someone who is a Lamar Miller lover. Um, yeah, uh, but like Lashawn McCoy can actually turn in like a decent game. Yeah, and he gets a thousand yards every year. And... But what has he done so far? True, but the Texans are He's like been... the kings of. Um, they haven't been getting blown out, but they've been giving up a lot of good fantasy games but, because they just give up so many yards. But didn't we just talk about name recognition? Like Lashawn McCoy is a name, and but it's it's not about that. It's just about the Texans team. They but, give up they give up yards on yards on yards. Only ninety five yards per game on the on the ground and one touchdown, three point four yards per carry. Like they're not they're not really giving up much in the ground game, and it's not like we've seen him really be you know get those. You know, I, I was gonna say dumpers, but I can't help it. Dumpers from, yeah, <laughs> he's not getting those, so it's not it's not happening through the air. Like, I'm sorry, I'm going early on this, but you're sitting Lashawn McCoy. I'm sorry, you're not playing anybody on the Bills this week. He's doing nothing versus the Houston Texans. Um, not happening. Not happening. I play McCoy. Nope. And where are they in Houston? Yes. Yeah, it's not happening. Done. Done. So Lashawn McCoy. Sit the motherfucker. Okay. Um, I mean, what about on the Texas side? Is Coot, has, uh, Cootie, has he, um, <laughs> cemented himself as a bi-week flex player? Yeah, he's, he's questionable. He was limited in practice, but I think he's, you know, he should be fine. I can't believe he got up from that one hit he took. He got wrecked. He'll be fine. He looks like he should be fine though. And, uh, um, well, he came back in the game, so he doesn't. No, I mean, like, for this week, he was ah, limited yeah. at practice. Um, yeah, no, I, I like him as a flex play. Um, you have a couple teams, Saints and Lions. Lions, thank you, John. On by, so you do have some wide receivers, um, you know, not playing. So, yeah, I, I, I sort of like him. I'm forced to play him as a wide receiver, too, because one of my teams is just so decimated. Yeah, I'm about to crush your you're shit absolutely, team. You're absolutely gonna crush me, unless Kuti goes off. So who knows? Um, but no, I, I sort of like him much more than I, if I had a flex play and I'd rather have Kuti or Lashawn McCoy, I'd probably play Kuti. Yeah, calling it right now. Wow. Okay. Right. And well, good for you. Do we? I mean, do we have any thoughts on? We're not playing any Texans besides the wide receivers, right? I mean, Watson and Watson. No, no running backs. Maybe the defense. Defense is not a bad play, actually. Yeah. Right? Get a, get a few sacks. Get a few pressures. Maybe oh, yeah. Picks. Throw that defense out. Right? Look, I mean, what did Blue get? Like 75 yards through the air Yes, uh, last week? I, I wouldn't count on him doing that again. And I'm not liking that again. No, nah, and the Bills' defense um, hasn't been terrible. I mean... No, nah, they're decent. But they, they haven't given up five rushing touchdowns, but... You know, under four yards per carry, under a hundred yards per game. They've actually forced seven fumbles. Hmm. Yeah, Alfred Blue, eight receptions, seventy-three yards, twenty rushes, and forty-six yards for a two-point-three average. And he had a long, long of seventeen, so he it's was nineteen 17. for twenty-nine. <laughs> yeah, he can't run the ball very well. The only thing I'll say is, um. De- well, DeAndre Hopkins, top three, top four, whatever, top three receiver in the league, um, gonna be awesome. Always will be awesome. But who's that fucking 
corner on the Bills that's just been shutting down the number one receiver every um, freaking week. That guy is – so I'd say temper your expectations a little bit for Hopkins because um, you're like, oh, Hopkins against the Bills, this is awesome. But maybe not as awesome as you think because every time you see the Bills play somebody, they're number the number one wide receiver just never does much. Oh, man, that's really funny to me. Um, I think it's Tredavious White. Yeah. Yes, that's who it is. It's really funny. They have uh, Vontae Davis still listed as, so, uh, as, as a starter in Buffalo. <laughs> Tredavious White, he's like in his second year, right? I don't know. You're yeah, like, I mean, he's young because he's still yeah. in the, he doesn't have the name recognition yet. But Yeah, second season from LSU. But every week, it's just like you you don't really see much happening from the number one. I still, th- I still think Hopkins is going to get his. The volume is going to be there. He's going to get 15. Uh, sure, he 15, will. I'm ju- I was only saying, like, oh, he's going to... Temper expectations. He's not... Yeah. Temper those expectations. Well, he probably won't get 150 yards again. All right. So, after making fun of me for that game, we had a nice little discussion. Um, let's go to Panthers at the Redskins. Jordan Reed. Are we still... Are we still trusting him? Like... The one catch he had was really nice. And also Alex Smith was look god awful. Alex Smith actually looked really bad. He looked out of sorts. He actually uh Jordan got really open on one play and he just like threw it like fucking terribly. Like it was like, would have been another like twenty, twenty five yard catch. Um not saying that really would have did much, but Alex Smith just didn't look right. That Saints defense was getting some good pressure on him. Saints in the dome on like a primetime game is just, they're unbeatable, I feel like. And I think their hype was even like more like higher up because Breeze was going to break the record. So everyone just, I think all, everything was like 2 and 11. Yeah. Oh, wait, speaking of going to 11, did you see the guy crying after Breeze broke no, the record? No, oh see. my god. Like in the stands? Yeah. He uh, was like, Openly weeping. Oh, what a tool. Exactly. What a tool. He, I, I just hope for I hope his you, sake. I hope you listen to this I, podcast. For his sake, I hope he was just like really drunk and just like the cry just like snuck Maybe up. Maybe somebody just punched him in the nuts. Hmm. So, but no, I mean, the Saints was getting them good pressure. I'm not worried about Jordan Reed. I still think that, um, he will be a, a part of that offense. I mean, Alex Smith was, you know, look about what he did with Kelsey. In, uh, and obviously Kelsey is a better tight end. Also Andy, well, Andy Reid. Andy Reid offense, I know, but I still think, you know, Jordan Reid was a good part of the offense with Kirk Cousins, which means I think he'll be a good part of the offense with Alex Smith. Uh, it was just, it was an off, it was an all sorts of off game for the Redskins. Mm-hmm. I mean, Peterson got hurt right out the gate. Um, they couldn't get anything going because Osmond just looked wrong and they were getting pressure. I, this, I would throw this game out the window for the Redskins and then just start fresh. Reed looks good. If Thompson's healthy, you know, Thompson's a good play. Um, you know. I, I like, I mean, if, yeah, if Peterson's healthy, I like him. I like him this week. If he, he, he said he should be good to go. Um, and if Thompson is healthy from that, uh, the, like rib injury that he got on that two point conversion, mm. failed. Uh, I like him as well. He was getting a ton of targets. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I still think Reed is, is, again, with the way the tight end situation is going on this year, still a T, tight end one. My only reservation with him is he didn't see the field much at all until they were really getting blown out. 
in the second half. I was watching the game and even two tight end sets, uh, Vernon Davis and then their blocking tight end, I don't know his name, um, were on the field a lot. And I was just like, where the fuck is Jordan Reed? Then they got down more and down more and then they were down by three touchdowns. They finally started bringing him out and he played most of the second half, but it's just like, what are you, do? I don't, I don't understand what you're doing. If you're doing two tight ends, why, why is Vernon Davis playing over Jordan Reed? Uh, it, it didn't make sense to me, but I don't know. I'm I'm willing to throw this game out. I don't know why, but it just seemed like it was a it was a wrong game for the Redskins. Um, and you know, playing against what the Titans? What are you saying? Carolina. Carolina. Why is it? Why do they have the Titans written down? Looks like it's looks like it's Titans. Yeah, I'm reading it wrong. Um, I think I think there's some space for Reed to 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 catch some passes in Carolina in, uh, in versus Carolina. They're not going to get blown out like the Saints. I just feel like the game plan is going to be different and may involve him more in this game. Um, I'm still sitting him over. <laughs> I'm playing Ebron as long as Ebron's healthy. Did uh, have an issue with uh, injury in practice or whatever. So yeah, I mean I have George Kittle. With the team I have, Jordan Reed, so I'm playing Kittle over him. Yeah. My only question is whether to play uh, Reed over Eckler. Oh, I'd rather play Eckler. Does, does I, the, I the, think so. The too. explosiveness of, of Austin. I mean, that, that catch and run. The, the catch and run he had was so amazing. He's like, they were talking about like him, he's being the uh, the next Michael Turner. Like how Michael Turner was, was behind uh, Tomlinson. Right? Was it, was it this is the second week in a row that you've used you've done a running back thing. behind Ladanian Tomlinson. Yeah, but last time it was it was, it was Sproles. But am I wrong? Am I wrong? Well, why don't you use was it Michael Turner on the Falcons, the Falcons for a little bit, and then Dante, uh, Devonta Freeman took him over. I I don't want to use that. I want to use the fact that all all this all, this always happens with the Chargers. That's why I'm making these these statements. It always happens with the Chargers. So Eckler will be a good running back for another team soon. That's, that's the only reason why I'm making those fucking points, son of a bitch. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. I'm just saying. Hmm? No, I'm it's just all, saying. It's all the Chargers. It's all, they, all, they all start on the Chargers. And I'm just saying you're probably going to need to find a new uh, metaphor next week because I don't know if there's another running back behind Tomlinson. I'll wait for Eckler to... to turn teams and they get another running back and then I'll use that running back and say it was a whole Gordon Eckler situation. How about that? I mean, we all think that though. So here we go. Uh, Eckler leads all running backs with at least 70 offensive snaps and overall grade at 88. 8.7 grade points above all other qualifying backs. This is for, um, I think, pro football focus. Uh, And Gordon ranks tied 16th through week five. Eckler also ranks above Gordon in forced missed tackles per touch and yards after contact per attempt so far this season. The guy's a beast. He's awesome. Man, I can't wait. He leads all qualifying backs I, in uh, um, yards after contact. I cannot wait for him to get his his own like backfield. Like he could be the guy. He's awesome. He's so good. We're just the uh, Austin Eckler fan cast, basically. Yeah, and I don't hate Gordon like I used to. He's looked very, very good this year. He's looked so much better, and yeah, I, I definitely, you know, another one we, you know, we sort of shit on a little bit because of his yards per carry, and he was just like all touchdown machine, but he's definitely looked better this year, and, uh, obviously he's, he's, um, he's a number two receiver on that team, like behind Keenan Allen. 
also, uh, since we're on the subject, the Melvin Gordon uh, stat watch, is he at, still averaging over four yards a carry? He's got, yes. He's at 4.6. All right. I think he'll be. I think. I think he will. I think he's going to stay around four point five. Yeah, good for you, Gordo. Very nice. How many is Eckler averaging? Six. Beautiful. I mean, that's a tough game though against Ball, against Ball, um, Cleveland. This is a very tough uh, team. Yeah, it's in Cleveland too. Which uh, it like Cleveland, they're a young team. It seems like they just play better at home too, and their defense definitely plays better at home. This will be a game where I think Gordon's going to find. A lot, it's tough to find space running the ball, but I think he'll, he'll still get about six or seven catches. So, he'll still have a nice game. Uh, oh, yeah. Did we, did we move on to this game somehow? I don't know. Let's do it. The oh. only person I'm concerned about in this game is, uh, I don't like Philip Rivers here. I know he's on quite the fucking run, but. He's still um, run for himself. There's only been one, so weird, it's this quarterback. Within the first five weeks, only one quarterback who's putting up any kind of fantasy points against him. And of course it's fucking Derek Carr. Yeah, that was weird. Um, what I think is weird is that how Phil Rivers has 13 touchdown passes and only one of those has gone to, to our boy. Allen, our to boy. Allen. Yeah. That really... Well, he's never been the biggest touchdown guy. No, but it's still, it's still upsetting. I mean, you would think when he's on this pace, you know, he's slinging it like a son of a bitch that Allen would be more, you know, Red zone, you know, targeted and, uh, it's just not happening. I mean, he has so many, he has so many other targets. I mean, he has Eckler, Gordon, Williams. I mean, you know, it's two William, Williams is, is like, he has a lot of, like, it's just, it's tough for Keenan Allen to find, you know, that space for him to just be the guy. It's, it's rough. Didn't he, didn't he start off kind of slow last he year did. too? Absolutely did. Absolutely. I seem to remember. He hasn't been bad. He's been catching a lot of balls. Yeah, like, he's been, like, I just remember him, like, last year he had a few single-digit games in, like, full PPR to start the year. Yeah, he like, started slow. He, he hasn't been, like, he hasn't been like that, but he's getting, he's just very workmanlike, you know, 10 points. I've been look. I've been looking to buy low on him, because I do love him. I mean, you know, he's our boy, you know. As long as, I feel like, as if he stays healthy, he gets stronger later in the year. Maybe, maybe that's his, that's his thing. You know, everyone wears down and he just fucking gears up. Yeah. Alright, uh, and then also on the, I mean on the Cleveland side, you got the, you got the running backs. Like, you kinda have to hit the lottery with Nick Chubb, with uh, Chubb. Nah, Chubb. If nah. he, if he, they actually like give him a ball and if he breaks one. That is not a chance I'm willing to take. No? Right. No. What do you have, like two carries for like two yards or three yards or some shit like that last week? Something like that, yeah. I am not, no. Not not risking it at all. You just Carlos Hyde. That's the guy. The only as, as sad as it is to say, you can't play Duke Johnson anymore. It hurts. Hmm. It hurts. Yeah, I mean, just don't start the rookie in the offense with the worst coach in the league because he's just not going to be creative enough to get him involved. I mean, if you yeah, just look at the the attempts difference. Carl side 100 attempts already. Nick Chubb, 13. Yeah, it's, he's not getting the chances. He's really not. Like, you have to hope for, like, that one break for, like, 45 yards. And if he doesn't get it, then you're fucked. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, I mean, hey, Carl, I mean, Carl side's just been a touchdown scoring machine already. It's crazy. Yeah. So, you know, crazy. ride him until you can't ride him no longer. And, hmm. yeah. 
that's that's that. So, but uh, anyone else on the the Brown side? I mean, well, I mean, obviously, Jarvis Landry's having like the best season of his career so far. Um, like against the Chargers defense, he'll find space. on the road. You can go. I feel like Baker Mayfield is decent is a decent star, especially if you have Breeze. If you got locked out on the waiver wire from Jameis, yeah. Uh, if you have Stafford, yeah, Stafford, you know whatever. Possibly, yeah. yeah it's I mean, like it's not it's not, a, not a bad play at all. Yeah, and, and definitely in twelve team leagues, that maybe most of those decent quarterbacks that might be gone. You might find Mayfield. I hope Jameis lays a fucking egg against Atlanta for all the people that are picking him up. You bet. You don't say that because I'm, I'm playing him against you. Oh, I uh, want I want Atlanta yeah. to beat them bad because as as much as I hate. Rooting for Atlanta, they're one and four. I want them to fuck crush Tampa Bay. Really though, because I'd rather Atlanta dig a deeper hole because I still think they're a much better team than Tampa Bay. I guess so. I guess that. I guess, you know, I, I don't know. I just want them all to suck <laughs> equally. I want all those NFC South teams to suck equally. And I'm really mad that the, the fucking Panthers beat your Giants too. So just to quickly go back to that. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Uh, I don't want to get back into that Atlanta Bucks game really fast. Uh, wait. What? <laughs> Before we even move on, mm-hmm. um, we were talking about the Carolina game, weren't we? What? I mean, briefly. Briefly, we didn't even get into Carolina at all. But I want to go back to that before we wait. Panthers at Redskins. Yeah. What about it? Yeah, I don't know. I just want to talk about Carolina for a bit. Like, all right, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Olsen coming back. We talked about that really briefly. Um. I think if he gets a good few practices in, I mean, I think he's worth a start plan, right? Like, mm. do you think? Um. I mean, he's a red zone target. I mean, like, he's coming off of the the same broken foot from last year. First week, give back, him a week, man. Give him a week. You can pick him up and put him on your bench if you have like some like random scrub. So, would you rather play Olsen or like Ricky Seals Jones? Which people are playing? Ricky Seals. Well, no, exactly. Minnesota, man. But, it's, but, but I'm saying. Minnesota hasn't been very good. Like, there's no, like, there's no way to get, like, Austin Hooper or Cameron Braid on the wire. No, there's a lot, there's a lot of leagues that are in that, that you can't get shit on the wire. You can't get shit. Like, the, the state of the tight end is garbage right now. Like. It's about to be the year of the tight end. It's, it's getting there. You keep that. <laughs> when Austin Hooper's in the top ten, you know it's not good. Um, but no, also it might be a play. Cameron Braid's only 55% owned in Yahoo leagues. I mean, I own him in a league, uh, obviously. Cameron Braid. Austin Hooper, 62. Uh, I'd rather play the guy from Cincinnati, Uzuma. No way. No fucking way. You want to throw a wager on that right now? I'll fucking take Olsen over Uzuma as long as Olsen plays. Absolutely. I'll take Olsen scoring more points than Uzuma and fucking Croft. Oh, cross, cross injured. I'll take Uzuma. I'll take fucking Olsen over every tight end in Cincinnati. So it's just Uzuma basically? There has to be another tight end. There has to be another tight end that has to play that game. There has to be two tight ends. Uh. Alright, Anthony, if you're gonna push me, yeah, I'll take And I'll take Olsen over every tight end in Baltimore. So, Olsen. What's the guy in Baltimore's name? Hayden Hurst. The new guy, or Max Williams, or. Yeah, Williams. So basically, you know what I do like as a sneaky little play. What? If you're really aching for a tight end, I like a decent Dallas Goddard game because the 
we all know how dog shit the Giants are at guarding tight ends. Ertz is going to be doing his thing. Maybe we get a little Dallas Goddard. If it's going to be Goddard, yeah, maybe a touchdown out of Goddard. Maybe. You know, covering, you know, trying to, you know, work on Ertz. And Goddard I'm throwing my hat into this bet game. Let's do a parlay. I'm going, give me Goddard. John's got Uzuma. You got Greg Olson. All right. Let's do it. All right, who wins? All right. Nice. I like it. Okay. I like it. Now, let's move on to the last, what we got? The last game? Uh, yeah, game? let's go to, mm, uh, Pick one more game. All right, Ra- Ravens at Titans. I like that. Ravens so, Titans. I mean, our boy Alex Collins has been struggling hard. Yeah, and they just talked about how they want to fucking timeshare the shit out of him. Like, what? I mean, like, what were, what were they doing before? Was no, that like, not a timeshare? Like, like, even more so. Like, what is with Harbaugh? Like, he he needs he, to, he, Alex Collins needs to do that timeshare buyout program that you see on commercials at like 3 a.m. <laughs> the guy is so good at running the ball. And they just don't want to. Get- yeah, yeah, he's kind of got the fumble yips though this but year. But you know what? You're, you're, you know, you're the Ravens. You're not winning games when you're letting Flacco throw 50 fucking times. It's not going to happen. He's not that quarterback. You need to ground pound the shit out of teams. That's what you need to do. You need to fucking put him in the submission. I mean, not they just like- scored nine points against the Browns. So. Because they threw 50 fucking times. Flacco should not be throwing that many times. They should not be throwing that much. He's not a good quarterback. Run the ball. With the only guy who you have that could fucking run the ball. It's Alice Collins. All I'm saying is I'm glad I traded that guy. Because I don't want to think about starting him if I had him. John Harbaugh is terrible. He doesn't know what he's doing. Flacco he's should not widely be the, considered ugh. one of the best coaches. Well, he's not. I don't care what he's widely considered. He is not doing a good job this year. Flacco has been terrible. And he's letting him throw the ball way too many times. Run the fucking ball. I mean, Flacco averaging 300 yards, eight touchdowns, three interceptions. This is widely 61. considered as one of Flacco's best years. <laughs> That's not good. That's not good for Flacco. Okay? Eight to three, not that great. I'm sorry. With an 87 QB rating, how many passes has he attempted so far? 139. That's way too many in five games. Joe Flacco, many. he of same number of Super Bowl rings as Drew Brees. <laughs> Undeserved. <sighs> the only one, I actually, I enjoyed that win because of the fact that I won money on it. But I don't care. You need to give Alice Collins the ball more. Let him get going. Let him get going. It's ridiculous. Hmm. Ridiculous. I mean, I don't, yeah. Ridiculous. I don't think you play Alice Collins this week. I'm not, I'm sitting. Ty is pretty, pretty good defense. I'm sitting him. Even though, honestly, they're worse at the run than they are at the pass. They're actually really good at the pass. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? Farbar's just gonna let Flacco throw it 45, 50 times. So it don't matter. They're gonna score 12 points. They'll be fucking, you know, just Tucker will get his four field goals. They'll be happy and they'll lose. Be good. Good job. Good job, Harbaugh. I already, already planned out your, uh, your terrible game plan for this Sunday. So you're like, I can't wait for Flacco to get three touchdowns this week. <laughs> I can't wait for Flacco to throw three interceptions, double him up, because he's a terrible quarterback. Idiot. So, what about John Brown? We, we like him? Idiot. Sure. Ah, fuck. I'm just so pissed. I'm so mad. I, I, I'm so mad at damn fucking Harbaugh. What a jackass. 
Go to go back. Go to college. Go go with your brother and fucking coach college. Go back to college. Um, you had a lot invested in Alex Collins here. Um, I, I yeah. feel mentally, uh, spiritually, you really put a, you really put a lot of yourself in Alex Collins. He's a good running back. He just doesn't get what he needs. Just like Jordan Howard, two good running backs not getting the carries they deserve. They should both be traded. I mean, teams that actually. I feel like Jordan Howard gets a them. fair amount of. Uh... Are you kidding? He got shit last game, and he's not getting. He, he keeps getting taken out for Tariq Cohen. I'm not saying Tariq Cohen's bad. I mean, Tariq Cohen had a pretty solid game. He's good. He's definitely better than Buck Allen. Um, but those are two running backs that don't get the respect they deserve on their teams, and it's worse with Collins because they let Flacco throw sixty fucking times a game. It's ridiculous. Every time I say it, it's going to be more. So next time it's going to be 70. Just angry. Just so pissed. Yeah, you can I'm, see. I'm done. I'm done with fucking Ravens. Who are they playing? Tennessee? Yeah, Tennessee. I don't like the running backs. Any any running backs in this game? I don't, I don't like Lewis. Uh, I actually don't. Yeah, yeah, all of them. I hate them all. Um, but especially Henry and Lewis. I'm not a big fan of them this week. I think uh, Baltimore are very good at the run. Only allowed two touchdowns. 88 yards a game. I mean, they've done the, they haven't allowed a touchdown in the second half at all this year. I don't like one single person in this matchup. Why are we doing this matchup? Alright, fine. Well, I don't know. It was just tough, like, maybe like some, like, tough, like, end of the lineup. Uh, yeah, just picks John Brown, I guess. The only guy I would consider playing in this matchup would be John Brown. Yeah. Maybe Buck Allen if you're in PPR. Shut up with Buck Allen. I'm not playing him. I'm dropping him. Goodbye. I mean, if we have Ingram, Kamara, and <laughs> like Carryon Johnson. Yeah, in PPR. I mean, as much as I hate Buck Allen, yeah, he gets he gets the uh, the uh, receptions. So and the goal line carries and the goal line carries apparently, which makes no sense. So yeah, there you go, Buck Allen. Play him. I hope he does nothing. <laughs> okay, let's uh, move on. Let's do some uh, segments. Yeah, let's do some start sits. Ah, uh, segments, start sit. All right. Um, you need a start sit button. All right. Well, you make something. All right. All right. Uh, I am. I'm just gonna sit all the Eagles running backs until I know what's going on. Yeah, that's smart. I just who's doing what? I I don't know. Like Smallwood looked decent, but like Clement's coming back from injury. They they signed the guy from the that guy from the practice squad. I forget his name right now, but like. How crazy would it be if they traded for Le'Veon Bell? That would be very nuts. Also, or LaShawn McCoy, that would be nuts too. Or LaShawn McCoy, yeah. Then, then, then LaShawn's worth something. I don't know, I'm starting Clement. I think. You think uh, so? Wow. Yeah, I think first Short week he didn't do too much, but um, next two weeks, 15, 19 points. Um, had the quad injury, but he's been practicing 100%. I think he's their guy without Ajayi, because I think he, showed it for the second and third week of the season that he was the guy when Ajayi was a little banged up. That's right. So I, like I, I just, it's a short week. He's coming back from an injury. I just, I can't trust, I can't trust him this week yet. Yeah, but he was active last week and I think they held him out because of the Thursday game. I mean, we heard that same thing about with Dalvin Cook and we see how that turned out. He aggravated that injury real early. Well, speaking of Dalvin Cook, if he does play, I would love to play him. Uh, I think this is the game where he can come alive. Uh, Arizona has one of the worst run defenses. They actually have the give up the most by far. fancy points to running backs. Yes, and a lot of touchdowns, a lot of yards, a lot of yards per carry. If Dalvin Cook can get on the field and play, this is a game where I think he could finally break free. All right, Freddie Mercury. Brian? 
I am sitting all the Dolphins. I know that um, Drake is probably in consideration for a flex spot. Mm-hmm. He had a good game uh, last week. And I know that Kenny Stills has probably been your, um, you know, every now and then, wide receiver three, up and down, has good, great games, has no games. And I say just don't try it. Uh, we got the Bears coming in. Uh, they've separated themselves as the number one defense in the league. Uh, you see a guy playing on the Dolphins, you put that guy on your bench. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of agree with that. That's, and that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm playing, I'm playing Quincy Inunua over Drake and Stills in the flex spot. I also have Drake as a sit because, uh, again, I think he said he had a great, uh, a decent game last week. It was, uh, it was in, no, P, in PPR, yeah. Yeah, he, he caught his touchdown, had some, uh, yards there, but he ran like shit. They just can't run the ball, and Chicago is great at stopping the run, and their defense in general is awesome. I don't think he's going to find any space. So, yeah, I agree with the, the Drake uh, sitting as well as a lot of other Miami uh, players this week. To be, and Tannehill looked like shit, so they were just – they didn't, didn't care about the pass game at all. Complete garbage. All right. Uh, my next guy is Marshawn Lynch. I am going for the revenge game narrative. Seattle's defense gives up a shit ton of yards to the running backs, and I am starting him very confident. He's been getting the volume. Gruden's been doing that, you know, old school offense, even though they didn't run him on the goal line last week. This time, this, this week? Yes. I think they would run him on yes. the goal line. Also, um, they are playing in England where it's soccer field. Very short grass. Defenders will be slipping. Marshawn Lynch will be able to run them over. I was just thinking, that was a game we should have talked about considering it was the old London, uh, London game. Yeah. Uh, everyone enjoy mimosas and bagels for that game. I'm so happy for this. I love this. Oh man, I'm going to be, John, Saturday night, what are you doing? This is something we could talk about off the podcast. Well, it says one, um, it says I'm one, be in North Jersey. It says, <laughs> it says 1 p.m. though. I think that, they're are they doing, doing it? They're doing it there. They're going to be later. What? Yeah, oh, so fuck yeah, it's stupid. Not, yeah, the only yeah. part, the thing about this game fuck is that, that. But this is not the only London game, so it might be uh, another one earlier this uh, this year. So yes, oh, uh, next ne- week. Ne- next week, there you go. Nine thirty a.m. Uh, Tennessee at, uh, versus the Chargers. Ah man. Oh no. Wait, that's Sunday. So that's I'm probably not going to do anything because Saturday's. Gonna be very hungover driving back from Rhode Island, so. Oh, that's right, you have the wedding. That's right, you guys. So, but I'm just saying, so this week, yes, it's 1, 1 p.m., but next week is the 9.30 a.m. game. So I will be doing mimosas next weekend by myself, unless you guys want to stop by my house. Alright. That's gonna be a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also gonna be very hungover driving back from Rhode Island. Well, that's a fine. I'll be drinking myself by myself. All right, Anthony, next guy. Um, all right, I'm going to do uh, – I'll, I'll just throw a couple in, uh, in the ring. Yeah. Uh, I said sit LaShawn McCoy. Obviously, we talked about that. We don't need to talk about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I said start Dallin Cook, blah, blah, blah. My other start, Cameron motherfucking Brait, baby. Mm-hmm. Winston's back. Cameron Brait means number one uh, – tight end number one. And Atlanta Falcons can't stop anything. Also, is your Howard's injured? Probably, probably out. Two, four weeks, they said. So, well, maybe one or three. But who cares? Brait is the guy with Winston. That's it. Done. Falcons. They're terrible. Brait, start that motherfucker. 
I forget the staff for the Falcons tight end defense, but like they give up like they have no linebackers, so they're giving up. Like, they're all, they're, all they're hurt. giving up like twenty points a game to they're tight ends, like something ridiculous. It's probably not twenty, but prob- something ridiculous. I would love to see. Actually, I haven't checked it, but I would love to see Cameron Braid's DraftKings price because it's probably the the best price to get a tight end. So, alright, Brad. All right, I'm going to uh, start a pair of on-the-bubble receivers. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start uh, in the same game, Thursday night game. I'm going to start Aguilar, and I'm going to start Shepard. Hmm. Um, Eagles, great pass rush, probably will sack Manning a couple times, but one of the worst-looking secondaries this year. Um, mm-hmm. the, the amazing pass rush just kind of masks the fact that they cannot stop anybody in the passing game. Obviously, you're starting Beckham, but I know there's probably some – thought about should i should i not with shepherd i i said go for it with shepherd um on the other side giants are very good at stopping touchdowns but they do let teams go up and down the field on them they do they have a good red zone defense can't complain there um aguilar not a big touchdown guy anyway so what does it matter just keep getting those receptions getting those yards um, he's not going to get a touchdown anyway, so you don't have to worry about that. So seven for forty-two, perfect. Lock it in. Yeah, yeah, he's great <laughs> in PPR. Um, all right, I just have one more guy. Uh, I'm starting Naheem Himes, T.Y. Hilton, Jack Doyle are out again. Yep. Uh, and Andrew Luck's going to be searching for targets. Jets do give up points to running backs. Uh, the first quarter against the Broncos, they uh, Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman were. We're doing well, and then the got out of hand. Something, yeah, it just got out of hand. So, uh, definitely PPR. I'll give Naheem Hines a nice flex start. Probably get another like seven catches for like 60, 70 yards. Yeah, and Jets have, this is a, this is a team with a, a rising, uh, secondary where they're really star studded cast back there of young guys that are coming up and doing real well. And the Colts just love to throw dumpers all day, dumpers <laughs> all night. Um, so I could see that. Just just dumpers all day. I like how dumpers is uh, caught on. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Anyone else uh, got to start that? No, nah, I'm good. All right. I'm good. All right. Let's go quickly to uh, some bets. Since yes. we're in New Jersey, it is legal to do it. Yeah. If you're listening in a state that doesn't listen to it, continue listening because, you know, also, if you want, Anthony will host you at his house so you can make bets for a small surcharge. Yes, absolutely. All right. Um, I did win a bet on the Monday night game where mm-hmm. I had bet uh, only – I had $4.50 left in my DraftKings account. Threw it on for Mark Ingram for two touchdowns. Hit it. 55 bucks. Nice. Boom. Lock it in. Uh, all right. The one bet I really wanted to make, couldn't find odds for – but I want to find an over/under for Julio Jones touchdowns against the Bucks. Well, yeah, it's not up yet in the DraftKings uh, sportsbook. Uh, for only have three games right now for yeah. players scoring. Like, Which doesn't make any sense. I don't know why, but I'll tell you right now. I will take whatever bet it is for two touchdowns plus. It's got to. He's got to score touchdowns at some point. I feel like it's going to come in bunches when he does. Yeah. I would absolutely take the two touchdown bet for Julio Jones, and it's got to be like a like a plus. 800 at this point. He's scoring no touchdowns, right? Yeah, probably. So I yeah. would love to take the Whatever bet that is, I'm taking it. Um, the other bet I was talking to you about mm-hmm. was there was a bet I saw uh, Zach Ertz scores a touchdown plus the Eagles win. It was like plus 250. I really love that bet. 
I don't know how you feel about that, Brian, but I think that's a that's a safe bet that Ertz scores a touchdown versus the Giants. Terrible t- tight ends uh, coverage and the Eagles win. Right? Come on. Yeah, I mean, I don't bet on my. T- I, I would, I guess, I would do that because I don't bet on my teams anymore. I've had an extreme stink for the last three weeks, and it's only hurt my teams. <laughs> um, so, I, I'm not betting on my teams. Let's just say that I'm done betting on my teams. How do you feel about that bet, though? Like, do you think, do you think the Eagles have a better chance of beating the Giants? Yeah, I mean, they're favored, so obviously they have. Is this with the spread? Or it's a touchdown? No, it's spread, no, 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 straight no, up. no, it's straight up. It's, it's Zach Ertz goes a touchdown and the Eagles win. Yeah, I mean, look, neither team looks good right now. Um, but I, I get the Eagles have been dominating the Giants the last couple of years. So yeah, I put my money on the Eagles. And I think the other bet was Odell, uh, scores a touchdown and the Giants win. And I think it was like, I think that was plus 500. So, I mean, that's obviously a little tougher. Um, I would much rather take the Ertz bet, but I'm more into the, uh, I'm more into the player props where like it's, um, like plus whatever for like a player to score two touchdowns or stuff like that. I just, I feel like that's worth your money more than like a plus 200. Like you go for a player like what I did for the Ingram, I think was like plus 1100 for him to score two touchdowns. Like you spend a few bucks, you're not wasting too much. You just, you know, messing around and you know, you hit and you win. You know, why I won twelve times my my bet. Yeah. It was pretty good. Like, that's that's what I'm more into. Those are player props. I would actually like maybe we, when we throw our DFS picks in this week, maybe I'll throw in a couple uh, player props in there. Yeah, sure. Like, look Do that. All right. Well, I like the Eagles minus two and a half and and the under since it's Thursday night. Yeah, and the under absolutely. Also, Giants game back with Louis Vernon. I think it's just going to be. Uh, defensive game. I don't, th- I don't think Giants are gonna sniff 30 again for a while. Did you have, do you know what the over under is on that? I would absolutely, it's in the 40, I would absolutely take the over. It's, it's something, it's something in the low 40s, I believe. I would do the parlay of Eagles and then under. Uh, I, I mean, I like a couple of overs. Bucks and Falcons overs 57 and a half for sure. That's gonna be shooting up. That's a big that's a over. Both over. those, both those defenses wow. are the worst defenses in the league. That's a tough True, over. True, but are we sure that Jameis is gonna do what wow. Fitzpatrick did? That's a high No, over. but high over. even I trust Matt Ryan to score at least 35 points. So that's just like. Jameis Winston, he's scored a couple touchdowns. I don't even know the over under on the score on the game, but I would take the under on Chicago versus Miami. That that's I just that's feel like too. that's something I want. Uh, that's something I. You don't think Mitch is gonna throw six touchdowns again? Yeah, no, that, that, he's, gonna, he's not gonna throw six total touchdowns for the next three games or four. Actually, I'll say four games. He's not gonna throw six total touchdowns. Mm-hmm. But that'd be an interesting bet. Um, over on the Kansas City uh, New England. Well, yeah, the over <laughs> the over is fifty eight. Oh wow! Holy shit! Um, it's just—I mean—the Pats' offense is going to be way too slow. Um, I mean, I know they won their past two games, but it was what the Dolphins with shitty Ryan Tannehill and uh, the, Colts. the Colts on a short week no in New England, no. coming off an overtime game, and no Ty Hill or Jack Doyle, yeah. and they still and the Colts still put up points. They they kept it close for the most part up until like the end of the fourth quarter. When Sony Michelle and Josh Gordon just shit on their dreams. Yep. So I'm taking yeah, Chiefs plus three and the over fifty eight in that game. I like that a lot too. Interesting. Yeah, that's not a bad bet. 
Those are such high overs. I like that over a little more than I like the Tampa Bay. I do too. I just it, it's it's in the dome in Atlanta. Atlanta, even though they've lost like they've lost the two like a bunch of shootout. They've lost a couple of shootouts at home already. But Matt Ryan's been fantastic at home, and the defense has been shitty, and they're just keep they keep getting more and more banged up. That's so crazy. Though. Like you still think like Atlanta has to put up like thirty eight and like. And Tampa has about 20. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot. Like, or Tampa, a, Tampa can put up 28 and Atlanta can put up 31. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying it's a lot of fucking points. I, it is. I just, I can, I can, I can see it happening very easily. I mean, I would love to see a high scoring game like that. That would actually, I would enjoy. The only thing is I, I worry about the, the lack of the Buccaneers. Run off run game. Although Atlanta is one of the worst run defenses in the league, so maybe Barber gets going or Ronald I don't Jones. think. I don't think. I think it'd be Ronald, maybe Ronald Jones, Jones if gets anyone. going. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's uh They have to play this week. Fucking probably like two thousand on DraftKings. Fucking Ronald Jones. Yeah, why not? Maybe we'll leave. All right, Brian. You got any bets you uh, you like? No, I think we need to just uh... boys of the week. Hit it up. You done. Yeah, are we, is that is that what's next? Oh well, I I did have some win John's heart if you want to play play a game, but we can just do if boys. Your heart is speedy. We could do it. Okay, all right, very speedy. Um, one word answers. All right, who do you like more, Chris Chris Carson or Mike Davis up in Seattle? Chris Carson next. Yeah, Chris Carson. Damn it. Um. Alright, Julio Jones over one and a half touchdowns in versus Tampa Bay. Over. I'm telling you. Taking that bet. Over. Ah, well Anthony Anthony you got Anthony you got that point. Yes. Um I know that one. That I think we already so said that one. So hard I'm taking that bet. Alright. Aaron Jones versus Jamal Williams versus Ty Montgomery. Rest of the season. Packers, who who would you rather have? Oh, it's not close, Aaron Jones. Yeah, Aaron Jones, but this might be another Mike McCarthy stupid, just like Anthony thinks John Harborough is stupid. Um, where I want Aaron Jones, but are they going to give him any fucking carries? Um, and I don't know why you're so gung ho about the Julio Jones thing. Uh, he had three touchdowns all of last year, and you think he's going to get two in this game? Hey, Brian, so, people think Mike McCarthy's a very good coach. Yeah. People, people, people think Mike McCarthy's a very good coach, Brian. I don't think I've ever seen that take. Very on Twitter. good. Coach. I've seen a lot of dumb takes. I don't think I've seen a take. People that, love, though. people love Mike McCarthy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen love that. Mike McCarthy. All right. Well, Anthony, you, you won my heart. So yeah. congratulations for the first time in an abbreviated session. And now it is time for the boys of the week. Okay, so we we kind of had a rough week. Um, One of my boys got hurt. Yeah, well, yeah, Paul Richardson got hurt. John Brown had like nine points. I I was shit. Brian, you got first place because Naheem Hines got sixteen points. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you and Anthony basically tied, and I just gave it to you because you had the the highest player. What do what what were your players? Uh, Aaron Jones and Amari Cooper. Oh God, one catch. Yeah. So, all right, season standings. Me and Brian are tied in first place with 17 points. Anthony, you're in third with 11. All right, I'll come back. All right, uh, so Brian, Anthony, then me. All right, I'm going to start this one off with Sony Michelle. Um, Shitty Patriots fans were bashing him after one whole week. One very 
short week of his season, of his career as a rookie. Um, they're like, ah, everybody, they all hated it. Honestly, it should he be comes better. Comes back the next game with over 100 yards. Comes back mm. another game with over 100 yards. This dude's on a roll. Do the Patriots finally have a RB one you can count on? I say this week, yes. Keep them going. 125 yards and a touchdown. Nice. I mean, James White's on their team too. He's an RB one you can count on. Yes, he is. Yeah, I'm talking about the uh, rushing one, though. It, James White, yes, very good. Not taking anything away from James White. Also, uh, if we just, like, bomb Boston into, like, outer space, no one would miss it. No one would. You're right. Uh, Anthony. With, you're... with with Conor McGregor as well. Right? Oh. So, yeah, um, that was crazy. That was the craziest thing I've seen in we fighting talked, right. We should have talked about that. But anyway, um, my first boy, I actually wrote him down. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to race him. I'm going to race him. Um, Audible. Yeah, you know why? Because it's Calvin Ridley. And I don't want him to do well because I want Julio Jones to get his two touchdowns. So I'm going to the oh. other side of that game. Mm-mm. And a boy we just talked about, my boy, your boy, Cameron Brait. Yeah. I'm going to lock it up. Jameis Winston is the quarterback. Atlanta's terrible. Brait going for 80 and a touchdown. Eight, six for 80 and a touchdown. I love it. Maybe even more, but I'm going to be conservative with the 80. And that's conservative because he is going to beast it up. Love Cameron Bright this week. Okay. I'm putting money on a Calvin Ridley two-touchdown game if they have that prop bet. No, of course they do. Of course they do. But I'm still going to Julio Jones that prop bet. I love it. It's going to be fucking like plus a thousand. It's going to be great. Okay. My first boy is... uh oh, got a burp. Nice. All right. He is going up against the Jets. His team is without T.Y. Hill and, and Jack Doyle. It is Chester Rogers. He's seen 22 targets the past two games. Um, he's got like 15 catches in those – oh, 16 catches in those last two games. Um, yes, the Jets' secondary does look good at times. It also is want to give up a big play even to less than stellar receivers like Demarius Thomas last week. I will take him. He's only 4,500. Great wide receiver three on your DraftKings league. Yeah. That's actually really good. Give me, he'll get another like seven catches for like, like 75 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Like not, like a very solid game for your team. 15, 20 points in DraftKings. That's probably really good. Yeah. I like that. I like that actually. Thank you. Right. I'm going with a guy I already brought up. Um, so I'm just going to reinforce it. Coming back from the quadriceps injury, playing on Thursday night. Active last week, but I think they held him out because they were going to have a short week. I uh, like Corey Clement. I think he might have a nice like 90-yard rushing, 30-yard receiving type game. I just I think he's going to um, show himself as the most talented back left in Philly. All right. Hey, dog. I am going to go to a guy I think we just recently talked about um, as well. Uh, Chris Carson, running back for the Seattle Seahawks, going up against Oakland in London. Um, going to have a chance. I mean, Oakland is the fourth or fifth worst rushing defense, giving up almost five yards a carry, six touchdowns, 127 yards per game. Mm-hmm. Um and the only way to keep the pressure off Russell Wilson, run the ball. 
And Chris Carson looked really sick last week. Now, yeah, Mike, T- Mike Davis is cutting into his carries, but Carson looks like a great runner. Good out of the passing game. I see him with 120 total yards and a touchdown. So you're not afraid of that, uh, that committee at all? Not at all. He looks good. Carson, I like I him. mean, he, he easily shrugs away over shot penny like, like a, like a bug. Yeah, no, nah, it's, it, it's, I mean, Mike Davis, yeah, he's gonna get his carries and he looked good too for two weeks in a row, but I still like Chris Carson as the guy. So, especially versus Oakland. For my second boy, I could have gone with the other running back on the other side of that game. I could have gone Marshawn Lynch because, I mean, the Seattle rushing defense is very bad too, but. He, he was like 5,600. That's a little bit above my price range right now. I am going the other tight end of Anthony's tight end that he picked. I'm going Austin Hooper. He got like 11 targets, 8 catches, like 90 yards, career highs. Uh, I expect... Nine hit, catches. Nine catches, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I expect him to be a very good tight end pick at only 3,500. Yes, the position's very thin. Yes, Tampa Bay Bucks give up a shit ton of points to tight ends and just to everyone anywhere. So they are actually the worst team in passing. They have given up, uh, I believe, almost the most yards per game possibly uh, in the in the past three hundred and seventy yards per game. Yeah, so that's a lot of yards from Matt Ryan to just dish out like he's dishing out. Uh, shit, I got nothing. But dishes. Yeah, okay. so I'm going. I'm going Austin Hooper. He'll, it'll be a little bit less than last week, like six catches for like sixty yards and a touchdown. I like it though. I like it. So, I think that I think that's it for us. I think it is, and I think these boys of the week are gonna be better than last week. I think we're gonna step we're gonna step this boys game up this week. I'm not gonna lie, our boys of the week were rough last week. It was rough. It was rough. It was rough. It happens. That's what happens when you when you dig deep for boys. We're not going the girlies. We're not going the you know the big names. Well, we're, yeah, we're, we're not going to girlies because they're boys. We're, we're going we're going for you know the 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 boys, the lower end boys that could be big boys. You know, yeah, like, I mean, this isn't men of the week. This is boys. Well, exactly. We're not, we're not picking the in you know the the Saquon Barkleys and the Ezekiel Elliotts. We're picking the low end boys. You know? Okay. Well, follow us on Twitter at fantasy underscore lens, uh, Facebook and Instagram like fantasy lens pod or something like that. Fantasylenspod.com. He knows it. Uh, okay. fantasylenspodcast at gmail.com and rate and subscribe to us and tell your friends and we'll see you later. Peace out.